0: Time for the Friday Night Money Show Explainer. We take an issue that we haven't really managed to delve into in any great depth and we try and uh, understand it better um, as we finish the week. This week, uh, a big delegation from Saudi Arabia looking for South African beef toward the end of last year, of course, got the big announcement that after about two decades of beef bans from South Africa, Saudi was willing to allow uh, the meat to be imported, red meat to be imported from South Africa into Saudi Arabia. Now, Saudi Arabia, of course, beef located where it is and I'm sure they have lots of fancy technologies that allow them to grow so much of their own food but they do import about 380 billion rands worth of agricultural produce each and every single year, South Africa is a big exporter of agricultural produce, and so we've got a new market open to us. Wandile Setlobo is with us. Wandile is uh, on the line to us from Stellenbosch this evening. And Wandile, uh, they, they've not been keen on our beef for a very long time. Suddenly, they've agreed to imports once again, and I'm guessing that was the the catalyst for this visit.
1: Absolutely, Bruce. Uh, for a long time, since the early 2000s we were not really big in South Africa in that Saudi beef market. There were a range of issues that they had raised in the past related to animal diseases, uh, certain slaughter specifications that they needed. But over time, South Africa has made some serious improvement. Uh, and of course, the South African businesses, they've gone there to market our product and shown the improvements that have been made uh, throughout the value chain. And, and this has led to all of this openness now. And I would say about a day or two ago, I think the first consignment landed and was in the shelves there in Saudi Arabia.
0: Uh, and I just uh, to, for any, to calm anybody's concerns, it's just, you know, just a couple of weeks since that dreadful cattle ship arrived in Cape Town and the stench was palpable. And The SNBC went on cattle from, I think it was Brazil, making their way to the UAE, livestock being exported live so that they could be appropriately slaughtered uh, according to halal traditions in that part of the world. Uh, are uh, Is our livestock being exported live or is it being slaughtered? here under the right conditions and exported as 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 beef
1: absolutely and this is one of the things uh, that uh, had led to many visits had taken some time so that the colleagues can visit our various feedlots in south africa and ensure that the the animals are slaughtered according to their specifications and of course then when we export we are sending in their fresh beef and some um, it's frozen beef. So there's no live cattle that we are sending to Saudi Arabia as the country. Uh, So we we can calm people on that to ensure that there's
0: nothing of that sort. It's a big potential market, 380 billion rands worth of agricultural produce imported into Saudi every year. Um, Do we have any other deals on the table, any other opportunities for agricultural exports?
1: The key commodities that were discussed uh, this week was beef uh, grains uh, and sugar and they are looking at saying can south africa supply a bit more on that and i think uh, a couple of um uh, good things can come up in the in the coming months or so on those commodities but i think for broader south african side we're also looking at saying can perhaps maybe Saudi arabia begin also uh, uh buying some of our fruit, uh, because south africa has a range of high quality fruits that i think the colleagues are keen to see a bit of diversification in that um, whole Middle East market. So that's one of the commodities that we'll be putting um, on the table. But I think broadly, the, the story of South Africa at this point, given that uh, in 2023, we, we saw record agriculture exports of about uh, $13.2 billion, uh, really EU playing a big part, the, the Africa market and part of Asia. Now South Africa is saying, what are some of the markets we can grow uh, into? Which is where then Saudi Arabia comes into uh, the, the
0: the picture, along of course with India and China. Uh, it's really good news from that respect, Wendy. And also we're just getting the sort of quite patchy reports, but reports of improvements of container backlogs being cleared, of things beginning to perhaps be less dreadful for anybody who's in the export and import markets. But from an agricultural perspective, you've got to know that once the fruit comes off the tree and goes into refrigeration, it can get to a port and get to market quickly. The beef will be the same. Any uh, sort of food exports require speed and efficiency. The things are beginning to improve. What reports are you getting? That's one of the things that is on top of mind now, Bruce.
1: As you know that in about a month uh, from now, The guys in the uh, Citra space, they will be beginning with their export activity. So we'd like to see those efficiencies, particularly in the Durban port, being there. The message that we are getting from the colleagues is that things are slightly getting better. And I think the figure that I was citing to say our exports were at a record level of uh, $13.2 billion uh, is not only the story of a venue, but it's also the story of a volume if you have to look at the volume of various products that we are able to send out. Uh, but I think this time around, if we can see those uh, with, 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 uh, with speed, as you rightly say, quality of the product and the price then that the farmers and the, and the agribusinesses get um, is affected by how many days uh, that is sitting there in, in the port. But I would say there is a bit of an improvement now. Various conversations are happening uh, between organized agriculture um, as well as Transnet, uh, certainly outside at the Agricultural Business Chamber, we are interacting with our colleagues at Transnet and various commodities to, to try to see that um, things move with speed. And I, and I think they, they are slightly looking up for, uh, at this point.
0: And some hope again this week with a full-time CEO now again at Transnet, somebody with the track record, somebody with uh, integrity um, running Transnet again, which I think will be also make a world of difference, we hope.
1: Absolutely, and uh, there's someone who's highly regarded by the agricultural sector, and, and we have interacted uh, with Michelle and, and the senior leadership there for, for some time, and, and I think going forward, um, uh, that that's one of the, the green lights that we're seeing and, and an improvement in cooperation. So hopefully we can be able to see the progress. And I think the big story here, Bruce, is that we are talking now about these volumes, but when you look in the food sector, as an example in South Africa, at the trees that are non bearing. In the next eight years, we will see the volume that is available for exports improving by plus 26% in South Africa's agriculture. These are not trees that are, not, are yet to be planted. These are trees that are already on the ground. So the point is the logistics uh, going forward will increasingly become even more important for, for agriculture. And I think the new leadership and hopefully investments they will make in the coming years um, is something that will be supportive of the growth in our sector.
0: Good news indeed. Thank you very much, Wandile Sechobo, this evening. Uh, Wandile, of course, is uh, the agricultural economist at the Agriculture Business Chamber. I see a statement from ESCOM in the last 14 minutes. It's almost too good to be true. Load shedding to be suspended from 5 o'clock until 4 o'clock on Saturday. That is... My goodness me, a huge breakthrough. I'm being slightly sarcastic about it, of course, but 11 hours without uh, load shedding until further notice anyway um, uh, for tomorrow. So that's a little piece of good news on that front. Saturday, there will be zero load shedding between 5 a.m. and 4 p.m. But you do know, um, and and again, on Sunday, that is also the forecast at this stage, um, the hope that you will have some daytime electricity this weekend.